If you got the money, I think it would be funny. Uh oh. Take your girl, spend a bit of your cash for me Cause then she might be happy No longer lonely Hey everybody, welcome to whatever episode this is of the Fill My Heart Podcast I, ooh, What was that? The Fill My Heart Podcast, I'm Drew Absher I'm Parker Newman That was weird, I had a mild stroke for a second That was weird How's it going, buddy? Good, I just had a... A severe stroke. Did forward. you? No, but pretty much. What? <laughs> I'm just what do you so mean? tired. You oh, think. you're tired. Um, yeah. No, I wait. I normally wake up for the podcast. You know. But yeah. But this time you're sleeping through it. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> normally. You're gonna fall asleep. You're gonna do an Artie Lang. Oh, I'm half ass. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. If you, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah. Tell a story about your abusive father or your <laughs> father dying or something now fall asleep what's uh what's going on why are you so tired for um i just did doordash and i'm like uh i don't know that should just yeah. like driving for a while just like kind of yeah. knocks me out more like boardash is yeah that <laughs> exactly like dude i could not find someone so i just like left I just opened the door and like dropped the food <laughs> like right there, like, and then it said like incomplete dash or whatever. I'm like, I it was there. You just got to look for it. Like, you really just don't give a shit, do you? No, I mean I lit. So it's kind of you ever like like I went to the charter school next door and I was uh-huh. like trying to open every door, and then this lady's like, uh, "Can I help you?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm just." here for doordash she was like does it have a name and this order did not have a name for some reason hmm. so it was super weird and then i looked at it she said well maybe it says in like the details or something and then like i looked and said yeah it says here because like it said the name of the business right yeah and it said said it's a place next to this business <laughs> instead of just saying their business you huh. know yeah. Which is very fucking stupid. So, um, that is, yeah, that's yeah. Dumb. So I just dropped it like in a construction zone. <laughs> like, basically. Yeah, that's not words. <laughs> you, you want them to Mr. Magoo their way to the fucking food? <laughs> They're walking on the edge of cranes and I shit. I said hello twice. So I, and it was inside, it was the closest door. Yeah. So. I feel like in a week they're going to be like, oh, there's my chicken sandwich. <laughs> like, That's funny. Yeah. yeah. I had something way crazier happen this week than that, though. But you, how's your week? Oh, yeah. It's not been, it's been weird. Uh, you, you mentioned not being able to find anybody. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, uh, yeah, no, I'm single again, <laughs> that took- which is, yeah, which is. Yeah. You know, which is, it, it's fine. Like, I don't mean to say that, like, convincingly. Like, I really am, like, doing yeah. fine. It's just, like, a weird, you know. Like, I'm bummed out about it all, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm like, ah. Like, mm-hmm. it's like taking a huge shit, yeah. you know, where you're, like, you just feel that relief leave your body a little bit. Where, where like i don't know it's it's hard to explain like yeah i it was a good relationship i think that's what sucks about it most i think that's a really good analogy though just because like some shits too you could wipe away at forever and they still won't leave <laughs> yeah like. <laughs> yeah or like it's like yeah it's you know there's some relationships where you feel constipated yeah or something totally. and then you know there's you know we're this is this is just highbrow relationships <laughs> uh but yeah no, i think that the thing that sucks about it the most is that you know, since the breakup last year, 
it, it, it felt like everyone that came into my life uh, in a romantic way was just not going to be in the same headspace as I was. You yeah. know, like this is a very weird thing that we do, not just the podcast, but stand up comedy and, uh, you know, everything that surrounds it. Like, I think maybe I've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's very funny, like when. When you start talking, when at least when I have, when I start talking to girls on dating apps or whatnot, and there's like the initial reaction to your stand-up comedian is, oh my God, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for th- you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like three weeks into the relationship, whatever, the dating, they're like, they're like, whoa, what are you doing Thursday? And you're like, oh, I got an open mic. Oh, what are you doing Monday? Open mic. What are you doing Sunday? open mic and then what they end up landing on is like so you just do this every single night and like that the nice thing about dating another comedian was it felt like that was never going to be there like it was never yeah. going to be a question of like what's more important or what's more valuable five minutes of stage time or an hour and a half yeah. spending this time together obviously the stage time obviously, <laughs> well, no, but like but genuinely obviously the stage time like yeah. you know what it boils down to is that like the window of opportunity for all of us comedically, but especially like us who want to do it professionally, like the window of opportunity is fucking minuscule. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's people who are much funnier than us who have not made it because of either their work ethic or their opportunities didn't Mm -hmm. land or whatever it is. So like the ability to kind of drop things on a, on the, at the, you know, at the, at a moment's notice is is important and the nice thing about dating another comedian is like if you had plans to go out on a friday night yeah and a fucking set popped up right they get it yeah, yeah they get true. it and there's no there's no pressure and also our schedules lined up you know we worked at the same place yeah. just different locations this and- might be very naive but like honestly i was never one of these people who were like uh oh don't date a comedian i honestly think yeah. that there's more pros and cons i just think that if it ends it can end fucking really badly, you know. Right, so. which is which is the only reason I think that there's. Well, I think there's two big, th- three big reasons why I, I was always apprehensive about it. And like, what what made me w- more open to the idea was the idea of dating another. Ugh, it's such a fucking pretentious <laughs> term, but artist like yeah. dating somebody who is in that headspace of like, oh, I get what you're doing, and I get you know creatively what you're trying to do, and. But the the three big things are one when it ends, it's bad to shit where you eat because eventually you're gonna have to eat the shit. Yeah. Two, uh, there's a weird dynamic between male the amount of male comedians and female True. comedians, and I have to be very conscious of the fact that now that we're broken up, there's going to be questions asked of me that are inappropriate that cross a line, mm-hmm. and I have to be able to navigate those waters. And that is just my side of it. I can't imagine what her side's gonna look like. Yeah. And then the third is that uh, we're fucking mentally ill. Like, yeah. <laughs> all of us are fucking crazy people and there's no sanity in our lives really. And so that's, so those are the big three reasons why like, not that I would never do it again necessarily or not even that I wouldn't do it again with that person if the opportunity, you know, if the, if time allows for that. But like I'm much more conscious now. The, the the first is not something like I'm not worried about having done it. Like I know that I'm very anti drama and mm-hmm. I don't, like I said, my window to make this happen is so fucking tiny, dude. I can't, 
I'm not going to be like, I don't want to go to that open mic because so-and-so's there. Like, that's such fucking petty garbage, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and I just, I can't be bothered by that shit. Yeah, uh, I feel you. I uh, I went to an open mic last night kind of scared that I was going to get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let me let me just finish that thought real quick and then we'll get it because I want to yeah. hear that story in full. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that like, what I've kind of what I'm realizing the more that the days go by. So we broke up last Tuesday, right? Before we recorded the podcast last week, but we had Alan, and I just didn't want to fucking sus- like leave myself susceptible to. I would have liked, that. <laughs> but we did it with Josh, where I talked about my mom, and it was just like I don't like. Not that I'm like heartbroken or devastated, but like. I think that this this conversation we're having right now is a lot more valuable to people listening than mm-hmm. me like me getting made fun of for going through a breakup. You know, like yeah. not that I'm, I mean I can do that too. Yeah, alone. But. Well, and, <laughs> and like it's not like I'm like no jokes, please. But you know, I think that there's 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 honesty in what's going on. But uh, mm. but then like I'm just like so. But I'm sorry. My thoughts are kind of uh, boggled here. But what I've kind of landed on is that, like, yeah, I like that person a lot. Yeah, we had a good thing going in my eyes. And um, it sucks that it ended. The thing I kind of land on is that, like, more than anything, it's the loneliness, dude. Yeah. And I just I just realize how much of a fucking lonely guy I am, even when I'm surrounded by people I love, even when I'm surrounded by things I love. Yeah. I'm just always a guy who is in my head going, like, None of these people like you. None of these people understand you. None of these people want you to be here. Like, I'm just always creating a way in my head to be lonely. And, like, more than anything, that's where I'm at right now is that, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I don't have anyone. Even, like, even me doing my best boyfriend whatever, like, I wouldn't say impression, but, you know, my best, putting my best foot forward as a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. I still end up in a place where it's like, yeah, hey, you're great, but I don't want you. You know, and that's just mm-hmm. given my abandonment issues. Like that thing, that that feeling does suck. Yeah. Um, but you know, I get that. It is what it is, and like I, it just it drives me so much creatively. And I know that sounds fucking weirdly, you know, Van Goghish, but like, <laughs> but I, I really do. Like, I, I just feel like the podcast has so much work that we can do on it, and. We have so much room to grow with this and then stand up by itself. And then even as a producer of shows, like uh, I feel driven and happy and uh, I'm ready to, you know, and we've talked about it a lot. Like you've told me about how much gas you get from the pot and you use that word. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. You, yeah. You say the word gas. Oh boy. <laughs> I think you called it poon one time, which I thought was inappropriate. That sounds more like <laughs> me. <laughs> if I had yeah. to choose, I'm choosing poon. Yeah. I, th- I think you called gash? it. Sh- didn't you call it slit one time? Oh God. That's the worst. <laughs> honestly. Dude, there's really, I, I get a lot of amusement out of misogynistic words yeah. for vagina. It's weird because like, only one like gash muff is another good one muff sounds disgusting yeah, by dude. the way that's just not did you catch some muff last night oh, <laughs> gross. oh my yeah, god yeah dude it's so good have you ever had someone say that to you in earnest and not i not, haven't had muff but i have had gash, gash where you're like dude what I don't know. Maybe like I've, I've had that. Maybe a surfer in the seventies. <laughs> oh, like Gash is alcoholic dad stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Gash is like. Let me tell you, kid. When I was your age, I was getting so much Gash, I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, okay? Gash. Like, I feel like Gash means that there's been uh, a 
financial tra- transaction. Yeah. Gash, like gash, was gash never- is what a skateboarder gets on their legs after a nasty <laughs> fall. <laughs> you never get gash with someone you love. <laughs> like, you know? yeah. That would be hilarious to yeah. like just tell the woman you love, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> baby, tonight I need that gash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's also, I. it's never like a good, like, you know, vagina tooth, it's gash. Yeah. We're like, oh my God, your gash is so that, tight. Yeah. Like- <laughs> gash, dude. Yeah. I was like, all of those words, like poon, gash, muff. Poon. Poon's, poon's just a funny word. Poon, yeah. Poon's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like slit. Yeah. Uh, what's like another just gnarly fucking. But all of them like are just referring to almost just the type of woman you're getting it from which is inherently weird to have a conversation about like yeah even when you're not having sex with someone that you're necessarily like hugely attracted to you don't want to just let that information (laughs) out you know what i mean like (laughs) you know like you never i don't know yeah no don't don't you don't want everyone to know you're not happy with the level of sex you're having (laughs) yeah subtext matters like choose your words yeah like i would you know like just like yeah you know i and then we went home and got it on like that's how i talk when i like somebody got it on that's (laughs) still kind of weird (laughs) you know what i mean like you talk about it coyly where you're just like hey a gentleman never kisses and tells (laughs) we had uh relations (laughs) yeah yeah. well if you mix the two just uh we had sexual intercourse and i came in her gash (laughs) (laughs) came in her gash uh but yeah no so you know it's it's important the only reason i really wanted to talk about it like i said i'm not like after the last one man and i've told the the most recent girlfriend this as well as like after the breakup of two and a half years man like i just i i can't see a situation where i let myself get close enough to another person anytime soon at least yeah where i can be hurt that badly again Uh, i feel yeah and i don't know if that's like emotional death or Mm -hmm. whatever it is or if it's just desensitized or whatever but like i truly you know the there was a there was a lot of emotions surrounding this breakup but none of them were coming from the place of like why don't you love me? Like mm-hmm. they weren't that. It was. It was mostly just like ah fuck. Here we go again. You know what I yeah. mean? But it's like, what are you gonna do, man? I I've never been. I've never been in better shape. I've never been in a better place mentally. That's like I, I I feel. I feel like on a very a top notch place right now. And at the end of the day, it boils down to what it was with my last girlfriend. You know, girlfriend before last. I think I said. I haven't said the most recent, but Miranda was the the mm-hmm. girlfriend that I was with when we started the podcast and then broke up. Yeah, I'm only saying this for clarity's sake. But like, you know, the the thing that is similar with this one as it was with Miranda was like, I I just can't like this. This is the best I'm ever going to be, and I feel bad that you're losing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, I feel like I'm just gonna keep climbing mentally and keep climbing as a person and being, you know improving myself and like the fact that you know it it couldn't work right now i feel i feel badly about it yeah you know like i it's not pity or anything but i'm just like ah shit man like i think i could have really helped you and improved your your happiness and enhanced your life and Mm -hmm. now it's not there and that that bums me out so yeah well i think it can't well i think of it when you say it not when i feel things similar but when i think of you know what i'd say to use like a Sometimes it's not like uh, like Chinese food is great, but you're not feeling like that. 
Totally. You know? Yeah. Like that. A- absolutely. And like or with Miranda, I mean, that was pretty accurate. But <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but no, you're right. And like, ev- right. Everyone's got a different taste at the moment. And I just wasn't that. And I for for clarity's sake, like it. My understanding is a relationship wasn't what was sounding good in the moment. So it wasn't yeah. I don't feel personally rejected by it, but. Like mentally, I don't. But yeah. emotionally, you do. Emotionally, like I, I, I feel like I didn't want a relationship either. Oh, really? And yeah. When we started, like I didn't want a relationship. But then this person kind of swept me off my feet a little bit and kind yeah. of put me in such a comfortable position where I was getting mad at myself. I may have had this conversation with you. I know I definitely had it with Benton and uh, John Ross, uh, where I'm like, I'm fucking mad at myself. Like I'm so mad at myself for letting myself get to this point. Like I was supposed to be single. I was supposed to, and now I'm like, you know, fucking yeah. pardon the Hugh Grant rom-com thing, but like I'm falling head over heels for this person that I don't even want to be doing. Totally. And so that's like, there. Yeah. that's where it's frustrating is I'm like, fuck, like they got me, you know, like I'm yeah. like, now I got to reset and go back to square one. And I get that. You're not necessarily like this, but there are some people who just should not have a relationship, whether that's temporary or permanent. Yeah. Some maybe. people say that about us in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, um, but yeah. sorry, that was uh, my dad. He's done listening. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I was really. going to say, what, what oh, happened? He said he didn't catch up. But yeah. No, here, I'll, I'll admit this. This is... Uh, since you're pouring your heart out, I've never had a girlfriend. I've had sex with 11 girls, which is an okay, yeah, high five. <laughs> Podcast high five. Which is an okay number for that's a, that's a guy above who's 23 average. and looks like me. But like, yeah, that's a good you know. Number. Um, but yeah, like I've. Wait, how many of those were deaf karate ladies, though? Okay, one. Okay, so you've had sex with 10. <laughs> okay, fine. If you really want to. <laughs> if we're, if we're splitting hair. <laughs> if we're karate chopping yeah. hair. <laughs> if we're not counting prerequisites. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, that's like. What were you saying? <laughs> no, no, 11. 11 is not a. No, bad. not the number, but never. Oh, had that a you've girl. never had a. I don't know if that's true. I don't. I think that I mean about, I'm 23. That's pretty pathetic. I don't I don't think so at all. I think that there's I think that well do you want a relationship? Is that something Now yeah, but it's like very recent. Like I Yeah. I think that that's what it boils you I fucking hate to get live laugh love. I really do. But I think that <laughs> you you attract what you put out. Mm-hmm. And you've never been putting out relationship energy. You've yeah. been putting out like I want somebody in my life energy. Yeah. But you don't put out relationship energy. And like just being honest, like you still don't right now. You know what I mean? Like you're still kind of like and I don't think comics are apt to doing that because we're mm-hmm. such fucking lone wolves yeah. in a lot of ways that it's hard for somebody to look at you and go boyfriend i need a guy who's doing open mics six days a week (laughs) and shows on the seventh yeah and you know like you you know what i'm saying like you're it's it is the energy you put out i think and that's kind of what it boils down to in my brain but Hmm. if that's something you want like are you on like hinge yeah are you how's that going it's so insulting because they put they put you with uh girls that they think are in your like yeah category yeah and it's very insulting <laughs> yeah it's a dick thing to say but i mean I lo- i'm like what yeah like, it's hu- 
I don't know. <laughs> Am I being a dick? I think I'm being. No, a dick. I I've had the same issues on Hinge where I'm like, really? Yeah. But it's but I think the part of it that's alarming to me is that like I don't think I'm like a good looking guy, and then yeah, the, me neither. And then the things like, hey, check out this, and you're like, okay, come on, I'm better looking than that. <laughs> like, yeah. And so then you kind of get in your head a little bit where you're like, I'm not egotistical, but right, like yeah. So. uh but you're making me. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like you're making me feel like a dick. But um, anyway, dude, I we got to get to it. You got into a fight at an open mic. Or Not really a fight, but um, yeah. So <laughs> there's this guy. Um, poorly timed water sip. Yeah, you um, did. <laughs> I could have I stalled a little bit. There's um, there's this guy. Um, where is that Costanza's, which is a place Sacramento. Um, believe it's Tuesdays at ten now. Go uh, check it out. Yeah, 10 p.m. to midnight. Yeah, and uh, there's this guy. I followed Um, I think his... I don't, don't say His name doesn't matter. I don't even... Remember. No, it doesn't matter. And so he goes up, and he's just, like, being racist. <laughs> and, like, I... And I have to, like, follow him. <laughs> and it's just... Like, he kept... Like, at a certain point, I just, like, tuned out. Yeah. But I kept hearing him go... Like, is kind of like the Charlie Brown parents, only I just kept hearing one word. He'd just go, want, 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 black, want, want, black, want, want, black. Uh. Like, he kept, and I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. And I was like, what I was trying to say was like, 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 uh, you sounded really fucking racist. Like, even, even though saying black isn't racist mm-hmm. the way you said it sounded yeah. like i was just like fucking around and like riffing on him and he just go and he goes like he goes what black I, and like you know like like saying we should again. say that the guy is i mean at least he has a latino last name does he yeah his no no name. it's not him oh it's his friend oh his okay 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 yeah, yeah sorry sorry and so yeah no he's totally white like oh, okay looks like john anderson john <laughs> something um yeah anyway sorry yeah anyway, he looks like if a fucking uh etnies shoe came to life Ooh, like, that's gross yeah and so he um he's a guy who says gash yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and so he just goes like, what, black? And then his friend goes, yeah, black. And then he goes, and I don't like that I'm quoting this. He just goes. This is a quote. This is yeah. a quote. Don't fucking come after us. Yeah. Go ahead. He goes, Negro, like super. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah, I would have said the N-word, but you would have guessed the wrong word. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just say like, dude, you bombed during your set. Don't bomb during mine. <laughs> and then like, I just fucking like ripped him for like my whole set. Like, and I was just... How was it doing with the crowd? Uh, oh, the comics were dying, honestly. Oh, okay, it good. was one of the best sets I've probably ever had, <laughs> which is insane. But so I just, like, was ripping. I said, like, I said, like, there was less racial tension during a movie screening of 12 Years a Slave than during your fucking set. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, like... <laughs> well, I know about his friend that also will remain nameless, yeah. like... We're, dude, we're dishing the gossip on this fucking podcast. Yeah. This is fill me in. His friend is like a nice guy, but he's psychotic. <laughs> like yeah, he's, like, he's he's a guy who's like, 
I don't have a direction and I like to just be edgy. So I'm yeah. going to say I'm a comedian. Like that's, totally. his, that's what he does. But like anyway. the thing guy, that guy actually tried to fight the bartender. Yeah. That's what I thought you were going to talk about. No, there's that too. No, but it was like literally for five minutes straight though. Like it wasn't just like, like, Oh yeah. Cause I got the light. Like Joey, like flashed me, uh, in comedy, they like flash you their cell phone light. Mm-hmm. Um, not always cell phone, but in this case, cell phone light. And I, and when I got the light, I said to the guy, Mo, like, I said, hey, when you got the light, were you like, finally, something white? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, the guy before him, who's his friend, um, he just like uh, got on the stage and uh, he tried, like, it's really just all comics because it's the first open mic. Like, it takes a while to. You yeah, know, build an audience, build an audience. and so um, he starts talking to the bar, and the bartender like talks back, and like the bartender did seem like a douche, sure, but he wasn't like talk. He was just answering questions. Yeah, like he, you could tell he thought he's funny or whatever, but he's just like he wasn't being like yeah funnier than you or whatever. He was right, just, right, right, right. And then like out of nowhere. The comic on stage just goes, we can take this outside if you want. <laughs> he Which literally is said, wild to try. Outside. Dude, there's yeah. like a couple of professions you don't want to fight. Bartender is one of them. <laughs> Bartenders typically know how to whoop ass. Those yeah. are guys who are walking home at 3 a.m. So probably, <laughs> dude, that, yeah, that's crazy. 100%. Uh, yeah, the dude was, the dude like didn't even like. He's like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, yeah, was, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. I'm at work. Yeah, I'm sure he was. He's like, yeah, this fat ass wants to fight me. I don't want to do that. Yeah, which is crazy. But it's also crazy that he did, like, crowd work and then acted like they were heckling. Like, there's a Yeah, there's that a is funny. Difference. Just be like, sir, where are you from? And then when he's like, Saskatchewan. Shut, sir, be quiet, please. Okay, I'm trying to do comedy up here. That would be funny to wig out. Well, I have a, speaking of crowd work, I have a Instagram post up right now that is me doing some crowd work. If you guys want to send that to a couple of your friends, I'd appreciate that. Uh, it was a fun moment where a guy, yeah, it was a good time. Anyway, I'm trying to do I those more it. often. Thanks, dude. I'm trying to do those, uh, and we'll start doing them with the podcast, too. Maybe, you know what? Maybe this right here will be the part that we do with the podcast, is I'll just cut this up right here, what I'm talking about, and then post it on Instagram with subtitles underneath. Yeah. And then people can follow along if they can't listen in the moment, and then it'll be good promo material. That is smart. Thanks. Wait, this part? This, this part right here. This part. Yeah. I don't know about this part. I think this part's good. I think this is what's going to get laughs. <laughs> I think maybe. <laughs> anyway, uh, so look out for those. Uh, do you want to get into the episode? Yeah, so uh, it's the same one as last week. It is. Only there's more to come from it so uh there's i don't know that sentence made sense um uh that's why i picked the song by jamie t he's i'm actually wearing a hoodie that's uh that that song is on it's called uh the song's called if you got the money dude not only is that something that the people listening at home can't see it's something they don't even care about <laughs> they don't care they what your, they don't care what your hoodie is they might i don't know i'm wearing a yankees crew neck i'm not going yeah, like guys not... let's talk baseball because i am wearing... <laughs> that's um, not as well known or but yeah enjoyable. you know we love al schumann but the guy loves to chat so we didn't get through the episode last <laughs> week so we have a couple more clips to watch uh and we've been going for about 25 minutes already by the way the guy said the racist stuff was al no, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't. Um, 
So let's uh, let's start where we left off. Um, well, actually, we're going to jump one clip back. So this is right before Dr. Phil calls the guy a loudmouth bully. Um, <laughs> let's get into this. This one's called uh, Man Believes Online Girlfriend is Being Held Hostage. So if you remember, Robert uh, had spent like he had lost a million dollars on the stock market. Yes. And then he was trying to use these women online who like just needed $15,000 to get their $5 million inheritance loose. But he didn't realize that he was being scammed by these girls right? in hopes to, How one, fuck them, and two, get some of their money. What did he, like, spend? Was he just, like, $1 million on MySpace? <laughs> like, yeah, no, dude. He, yeah, he was probably, like, putting, like, his money in the, like, shit stock, like, laser discs. That's, I think I said that last episode. <laughs> is He's just probably going for, like, antiquated technology. He's like, you know what? I'll never die. Car radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's get into this. Man believes online girlfriend is being held hostage. What did Dr. Phil uncover? Oh, you know what? Yeah. Here's what we know about Jane. Date of birth, unknown, 28 to 35 years Ooh, old, Mr. also known as Jane Stamper, born in Barcelona, Spain, being held hostage in an unloaded location in Texas. Wait, did we watch this clip? I don't remember Jane Stamper. I don't Stamper. think so. I don't no. think so. Uh, with her grandmother and daughter Maggie. She's been being held hostage there for two years by her uncle Danny. Now, Uncle Danny's real name is Gonzalez Ronald Hodges. <laughs> uncle Danny. Uncle Danny were they allegedly just watching Full House when, <laughs> when yeah. they thought of the They're scam. all uh, yeah, DJ, her, yeah. her older sister. Is <laughs> just is uh, just. Oh, like wait, a, no, we did watch this clip. Jane sure? Stamper, yeah, because remember I said Stamper. I barely know her. Oh, okay. yeah. Would have did. one more riff. Do you think? Yeah, uh, go ahead. With Uncle Danny. Uh, it, <laughs> it's just like, all right, I sent the check. And it's all like, you got it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just like, cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's uh, let's exit this clip. Sorry, everybody. We should have done a little bit more prep. But uh, there was a clip that we need to watch where Dr. Phil sends his... Uh, gangbusters onto the scene to uncover the truth. Uh, what quote Dr. Phil investigation reveals about man's online girlfriend. Dr. Phil wanted to see if we could confirm some information given. Ripen, California. Yeah, because remember. Ripen? Ripen is how it's pronounced. Did we watch this clip Yeah, this too? is too close to rape. No, we didn't okay. watch this one. Yeah, no, because remember the girl was set, supposed to live in Modesto? Yeah. So they sent Dr. Phil's team up to Ripen, which is really close to Modesto, to investigate to him by Robert, who got it from Sophie. We are trying to see who lives in these two addresses. The show has been told by Robert that Sophie and Jessica, her mother, used to live in this address. Hey guys, can you guys tell me if you've seen this woman? Never. never I've never, never seen her. She lives in this what? house right here. Both the guys like, that bitch owes me $500,000. <laughs> you can tell these people definitely live in the Central Valley because the guy's got a Lake Tahoe sweater on. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing people love more than living in the Valley and wearing clothes from places they'd rather be. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so true. Three houses down. Well, she used to live with her mom. This is her mom. I don't, know, I don't know much about that. A lady brother, but I know that we need to keep Tahoe blue. <laughs> <laughs> or keep Tahoe brew. You guys know what I'm talking about? I love drinking. Uh, local, these, are, these are actually local. Local stickers. references yeah. on the pod. I have never Save the Delta. <laughs> that woman here down the street. We're out all the time. I would honestly knock on her door. She's lived here 
for years. Hi. Hi. Do you recognize this woman? No. Have you ever seen her? No. The show has been told by Robert that Bernard, Sophie's attorney, lives at this location. Uh, okay, I'm going to go just say this right away. Definitely not a lawyer because he's got a trampoline on his front lawn. <laughs> yeah, with no net. <laughs> with no net, dude. Yeah, this is so fucking ripping Modesto Think area. Think about the safety of your children. <laughs> no, that's the thing is they don't. <laughs> and that's so close to the roof, you know those kids are jumping off the roof. Yes, 100%. 100%. Do you know who this man is? I've um, never met him before once in my life. I've never heard the name Brandon T. Williams. No. Have you ever seen this woman? Does she look familiar? Have you seen her? No. This I've guy looks met. like uh, you'd expect him to say, look, you need a warrant. Come back <laughs> yeah. with a warrant. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I don't recognize that lady, but why don't you leave that picture with me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her. When she died. <laughs> <laughs> when she... <laughs> yeah. I can't go back. He just runs out the backyard. <laughs> He's like, I didn't murder her. I didn't see her nowhere. No. <laughs> this guy instinctively just has bunk beds. <laughs> before dr phil it is safe to say that the people that live in the addresses that robert gave you do not know who sophie jessica or the attorney are it's just like ah that little vagabond <laughs> i knew she's a drifter <laughs> or like you can't cage her he's all bird. no never seen her before in my life and then he just goes back inside and she's hiding in between the mattress <laughs> She's like, are they gone? He's all, yeah, they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> okay, we went up and down the street. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the people said, no, I would remember this girl. Probably. Yeah. I would remember her. We were people that lived yeah. in the street for like 30 years. I don't doubt. Yeah, remember she was a fashion designer that lived in Modesto? <laughs> remember yeah. that's what his thing was? Yeah. Dr. Phil's all, we went up and down the street. No, we didn't find her, but we, we there's an alarming amount of pedophiles on that street. <laughs> <laughs> Your research. And said, Neither one of them ever right. existed in that city, on that street. Talk to people that have lived there their entire lives. Neither one of them have ever been there. He's all, it's sad. It really is. They've lived there their entire lives. I mean, they their never moved. <laughs> it's depressing. It really is talking to these people. All they know is this cul-de-sac. Didn't have any dreams. No, Didn't, no Didn't, ambitions. Some of them never even left the town. It's yeah. really sad. But anyway, nope. she does not a Thankfully, real person. we got some more episodes out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we did that last time where it's like, hey, while you're here. <laughs> <laughs> There. I'm glad you were thorough. What do you say? I'm glad you were thorough. Oh. So that's a lie. Yes. They never lived there. It seems so. So the He can't be wrong. I fucking hate him. No, he what? is. He's saying that, yeah, must, she's not, she doesn't live there. No, but that's the thing, though. He's still saying it like he knew all along. Yeah, you're right. Like, he <laughs> like, is, like, going, like, well. Hate to see that. Yeah, of course. That's not good news. Of course news. she's lying. Hey, that's not good news. Yeah, like, no, you sent her thousands yeah, of dollars. You're right, you're right. Things that we have regarding Sophie Preston are that we also check to see if there is a Sophie Preston in California or the United States with the date of birth that she is given. The answer is no. So we wanted to know, there's United Crude Oil in Nigeria or the UK. And we located one United Crude Oil in Wilton, Connecticut. It's been out of business since the early 2000s. Dude, Dr. Phil lot. went fucking deep on this. Yeah. Has no connection with anybody associated with Sophie Preston then or later. There is no Sophie Preston that sells to Miss K Boutique in Nigeria. 
There are three Miskay locations in Nigeria. We talked to all of them and no one by this name has ever done any business with any of those locations. Well, the damning part is, the, is, the address, is going to address that support. The name of this company <laughs> actually isn't accurate, but I, I assume they would know because it's close enough. It was actually Mrs. K, and not Bucci. He's acting I, like uh, he actually knows. But dude, like did you just hear what he said? He, he just said it was actually Mrs. K. And they're like, oh, so what you're telling us is that not only do we have the name wrong, but we just happened to find the real, like a real company that also has the same name that also does exactly yeah. what you... It's like, come on, dude. I know. Anyway, um, the other part is United Crude Oil. Um, yeah, that's pretty damning. Um, the other part of it is the date of birth business. I was told that if you were born in the U... Dude, you know what his energy is? It's fucking dickhead English teacher no one Yeah, knows. that's it. That's so true. That is exactly his fucking pompous fucking head is going <laughs> like, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, technically you, you followed the, the syllabus here, but, uh, you know, I, I just don't, I don't think this works up to par. I mean, if that's what you think of prepositional phrases, yeah, I don't yeah. know how to help well, you. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really sound like you read the book, so, <laughs> like, that's his, ugh. UK, that might not show up in the usual databases, but there's enough there to, 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 to draw the conclusion that you drew. Yeah, that's also gross to critique Dr. <laughs> Phil's obviously very done work anyway. Uh, let's, uh, we got three more clips from this guy. Uh, man sees video of real woman he believes he was speaking to. Uh, oh, wait, did we watch? I don't, I, no, we're good. Uh, man sees video of real woman he believes he was speaking with online. This is sorry. I should have removed the videos we already watched. I didn't. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't do that. That's what Robert knows about April Jean. Date of birth: nine twenty-eight eighty-nine in Colorado. Age thirty. Currently working in Tonga as a freelance architect. <laughs> Wait, is freelance architect a real thing? I don't. Know. Is there any architect who builds buildings just, just by like? on the seat of their pants like, just yeah. kind of like i'll just do it whatever did this one did this guy send any money to just a girl named rachel in wisconsin yeah. who was That's, a barista yeah like, nothing normal everything is fucking so stupid hired by bond construction in houston texas moved to tonga for contract work on november 10th 2019 her mother's from mexico deceased 17 years ago father from california deceased Former boyfriend, deceased, two years ago. <laughs> Permanent home is with her grandmother in Lubbock, Texas. Everyone grandmother recently. Around her die. <laughs> Dude, why not? Like, April Jean, first off, sick porn star name. <laughs> Second off, like, why not just pick, like, a city with a ton of people? Yeah. Like, you know, if you go by, like, what was the last girl? Sophie Preston. Yeah. yeah. If you say Sophie Preston in New York City, mm -hmm. there's going to be a new Sophie Preston in New York City totally. with that name. Yeah, 100%. So also, weird. Is April Jean like uh, Billie Jean's kind of hot but not as attractive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sister? April Jean. Well, he died, April however. Jean is not my lover, but in a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> Just three months ago, she attended the University of Colorado or Colorado State between 2006 and 2010. They've been talking via email and text for a couple of months. Robert exchanged $3,000 in gift cards for her. Robert claims uh, they met concerning a lost package. It was just kind of happenstance, right? That's what it appeared, yeah. Yeah. And Wait, here's what? what April Jean looks like. 
<laughs> okay, first off, we're supposed to believe that lady is 30 years old. <laughs> That's problem number one. That lady is clearly 22. Every, that is the most insulting part. Yeah. <laughs> is the crowd, when they show the picture of the girl you think you're in love with, the, <laughs> the crowd laugh. starts going, oh, come on. I mean, he deserves <laughs> it. I know, but listen, listen. How, de how demoralizing would this be, this moment? And here's what April Jean looks like. To be fair, you No, can't... hold on. You're talking. Let, let, it, let it play. Listen. And here's what April Jean looks like. <laughs> Dude, that'd be so funny if you showed your family, yeah. like, hey, check out this girl I'm dating. And everyone goes, come on. <laughs> I feel like I can do that with, like, some of the girls I have. <laughs> yeah, you could, but, like, that's just not what you want. Yeah, true. Like, it, of course, all of us have, you know, batted out of our league, but, like, that is just. But, I mean, this is insane. Like, he's not, like. Here's the thing. I have a pretty solid 10 minutes. This guy does not. <laughs> Very attractive. Sure. Yeah. We sent a staffer to Texas. Good. Put somebody on an airplane, flew him to Lubbock. We went to Stafford, but then we found out she isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be funny if Dr. Phil had so much faith she wasn't real that he didn't actually send anyone there. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a waste. They just have a huge budget this season. He's all, we flew him first class. <laughs> we flew him helicopter. To do some digging. Here's what we found out. The Dr. Phil Show has been told Love by it. Robert that mm -hmm. April Jean lived in this house with her grandmother before she had to leave for a freelance architecture job in Tonga. Let's take a He's all, also... I went to journalism school. <laughs> I wanted to do something. <laughs> I have a mustache like I was planning on writing for Vice. And now I'm now I'm chasing down women who claim to work in Tonga. <laughs> He's all I I wanted to I wanted to write for the New York Times. Now I'm doing a shitty version of a show that already exists on MTV. <laughs> Al Jazeera wouldn't hire me. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh I was hopefully going to cover the the troops in Kuwait. And instead, I'm reporting back to a man who hasn't been a doctor in 15 years. <laughs> hey, how's it going, man? I'm Max Trump, Hey, the how's doctor. it going? No, I don't work for the U.S. Census. I get that a lot, <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Show, I'm wondering if you know this woman, April. You've never met her before in your life? I've never seen her in my life. She slams her grandmother used to live here until she passed away three months ago. Have you lived here? I haven't been here for about maybe three years. You've been here for three years? Yeah. So you've never seen this woman? No, I've never seen her. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Ooh, ring doorbell. How's it going? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. This lady's got a Coronado softball 2013 shirt on. Things bright fucking neon. Highlighter green. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I'm Max. Should I work with yeah. Dr. Phil That'd show? That'd be funny if, uh, it's like, have you seen this woman? And it was her, and she's like, no. no. <laughs> Never. I haven't seen her. You lived here? Like 37 years. 37 Someone's years. just like, Sarah Jean, where are you? Who yeah. is that? Who's at or, the door? Or someone, op someone opens the door, and they show him the picture. She's like, I let myself go. <laughs> it's like, you're an obese black man. Yeah, I let myself go. Have you ever seen that woman? No. Her name is April Jean. You've never seen her before in 30 years you've lived here. 
Mm-mm. Okay. Mainly been black people for me. There's only been black people that lived here. She said. That's it. He's like, gross. See you later. <laughs> He's just like, oh. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> drive, drive. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, I'm going to talk to someone about raising the rent. <laughs> <laughs> He's all, oh, perfect. I'm going to open up a coffee shop. Uh, how about a Panera right here? <laughs> that sounds good. He's like, who owns this house? I'd like to talk to them about making it luxury condos. <laughs> Good to know. Thank you so much. Well, Dr. Phil, it's safe to say the people that live at the address that Robert gave your team have never met April G. They say she has never lived there. Here's what we found out. He's all, and now if that fat piece of garbage can come up with that, I don't know what else you want from <laughs> Dr. Phil is just like, I hate my interns. I hope they all die. <laughs> About Jeff Bezos 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dr. Phil is not even running for president. You heard what I said. Fuck him. <laughs> he says to his intern just like, not the first time you had trouble finding a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the only place he couldn't check was under the clitoris little hood. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find her under? your stomach maybe did <laughs> yeah. you check there <laughs> about april jean there's no april jean with a date of birth 9 89 that lived in texas colorado or anywhere in the united states of america you know why because jean's not a real fucking last name yeah <laughs> like why not pick a real fucking last name if you're a scammer it's so easy yeah, yeah. april april johnson Johnson, gets yeah. fucking a million and a half hits on that. Yeah, 100%. There is no April Jean that attended the University of Colorado or Colorado State between 2006 and 2010. There's no April Jean that worked at Vaughn Construction Company in Houston, Texas. We talked to Vaughn Construction Company. Good. She doesn't work <laughs> there, has never worked there, okay. never heard of her. Okay. It just simply doesn't exist. I get you. I'm glad you couldn't cover this. Do you yes. get... I got it. I'll give him credit, uh, just a slight. I'll give Robert a little bit of credit. Mm-hmm. He is turning into like, so what? The, why are we? What is this about? Yes, <laughs> I understand she doesn't exist. Why are you like reading off her entire profile yeah. and then showing me a fucking three minute clip? I believe you. Like, you know what I mean? But he's like, still not gonna get it. <laughs> like, I, I think he does. I think that he. I think he understands that he seems like a rational enough guy. He just seems like a stubborn prick mm-hmm. where like he's not delusional. I don't think Maybe. I think that he's like an old man who fell for it and then got in over his head. Yeah. And now that he's on national he's, television yeah, he's being exposed, he's like, fuck, I am an idiot. You yeah. know, it doesn't See, exist. None of them exist because it's the same. OK, that's something we didn't know. The ex-wife's name is Jeremy. <laughs> what? <That's- laughs> Look at that. Jeremy spoke on. About her ex-husband. Damn what song is that? Jeremy by Pro. Oh, that's why I didn't you know, know it. <laughs> that is crazy. Even Jesse gave you a scoff. <laughs> Jesse was like, Jesus, really? Pattern over and over and over and over again. Robert says he's looking forward to meeting. A- that was a bad edit, by the way. We didn't skip to another video. That is yeah. an edit that Dr. Was Phil there April clapping G. in there? <laughs> yeah, listen, like watch over and over again. Robert says he's looking... <laughs> <laughs> it just like splices to another post-commercial break. Looking forward to meeting April Jean. Well, we looked everywhere for April and discovered she was indeed outside of the U.S., but not in Tonga. 
take a look. Hola, hola, Robert. Siento mucho decirte que mi nombre no es Abril. Mi nombre es Erika Vega. Erika Vega. Yes, yeah, so we'll oh, read. Erika Vega. We'll read this. Hello, hello, Robert. I'm sorry to tell you that my name is not April. My name is Erika Vega. Soy de If I'm from Nog Nogales, Sonora, Mexico. I live in Mexico. I'm a social media. Oh, God. Nogales, Sonora, Mexico. Vivo en México. Soy influencer en redes sociales. Y siento She's a social media influencer, and I'm so, so, so sorry for what's happening. If you ever get more money, though, talk to me. I have an OnlyFans. I'm going to go look up Erica Vega on Instagram while the rest of the video plays. Every day I receive messages from different people where they are pretending to be me. They scam people out of money, and they even kidnap people. Eel. Deals me off. I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, that's not her. Erica Vega. Oh, I found her on Instagram. Um, for anyone looking for reviews. Oh, I heard she's an influencer. Dude, look at her fucking waist is so tiny. Yeah. Um, so far, no like provocative pictures. Probably not worth a follow. Yeah. What? Lame. Oh, wait. Here's a couple. Oh, okay. That's this one's good. Anyway. Now, now me and Parker are just popping boners on the podcast. Uh, back to the clip. Oh, she's clearly got the fakest ass I've ever seen. There's some, I don't know. I think sometimes if you're too hot, like Thank that, you, buddy. Yeah. that can be a problem. Yeah, I know. It is a problem. <laughs> Thanks, so. I exactly. appreciate you bringing it up. It's something I want to talk about. I, I need to do the trans. The oh yeah, we haven't been translating. Sorry, folks. This is, this is <laughs> how do translators? This is truly in. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do this one like it's after a boxing match. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, this truly is truly an unfortunate situation. Uh, I'm great. He said, "I'm grateful to have this platform." Have you ever watched a, a translator after a boxing match? No. They're like he trying to hear what the person's oh, yeah. saying. And then also trying to yell through the commotion of after a boxing match. They're all, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to have this platform in, in order to clear things up. Yeah. I'm going to do it as Obama. Okay, um, go ahead. Uh, this is truly an unfortunate situation. Uh, I'm grateful, uh, truly, to have this platform in order to clear things up. And <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, I can only do a couple of impressions, so I'm going to do it as a police officer uh, calling in a, a, a thing to a dispatch. Uh, this is truly an unfortunate situation. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm grateful to have this platform in order to clear things up. And can I do one? Yeah, yeah, that's very good. Thank you. But also, uh, here, let's see if you can guess. Okay, though. and if not, my feelings will be hurt. Okay, uh, the. This is truly an unfortunate situation. I'm, um, maybe I can't. Is that French Stewart? No, no. <laughs> it's supposed to be Neil Young, but I can only do Neil Young singing. Maybe, oh, I'll sing it then. This no. is truly an unfortunate <laughs> situation. Why would you assume that I would be able to get Neil Young's talking voice <laughs> as an impression? I don't know. And then you, you put the pressure on me of you'd be upset if I couldn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. To tell you and to tell you to not fall for the lies. Double check who you're following. 
<laughs> double check that I'm on that list. No, I'm kidding. Double check who you're following. Double check who you are adding. And double check who you're trusting, especially on social media. Thank you. Take care. Also, also, you can get Amazon Prime now for only six ninety nine a month with promo code. Yeah. The woman that you think is April Jean is actually this woman who lives in Mexico and has had her identity. So they, they stole her picture. He's like, She's, I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> That's Billie Jean. <laughs> yeah. She just learned no, April perfect. Jean. <laughs> Our village. She learned uh, perfect Spanish. <laughs> That's so her. That's so her. She's, she's using that Rosetta Stone I call her. <laughs> she's not involved in this in any way whatsoever. She is a victim of identity theft. Yikes. That's not what you want to hear. Um, all right. Uh, this one, I think you're in love with the idea of being in love, Dr. Phil. Whoa, wait. Did I s- say what? this on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, I think we did this already. Did we do this one? Maybe. Because I remember I quoted that song from TV Girl. Um, it's a band. And it's just a lyric. It's like, I think you'd fall in love with anyone that fell in love with you. Did I say that? I'll be honest. I was so tired last week. It's all kind of a blur. But that episode, or let's that see if we played it. That uh, yeah. Let's see. Jill, why did you ride in to begin with? When Robert contacted oh, me, no, we didn't. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember this lady. I don't remember uh, this lady that looks like a combination of Peggy and Bobby Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say she. Mm, should I say that? Let's see. Do it. Let me think. Mine was pretty mean. <laughs> oh, mine's meaner. I was going to say uh, she looks like someone who had reconstructive surgery after a shotgun blast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Doesn't she a little bit? Oh, man. It looks doesn't like. Doesn't she look like somebody who took a fucking looks, a slug round to the head and got. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like Buffalo Bill if she let herself go. <laughs> 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 in the summer last year, and I found out he was sleeping behind buildings. She's just trying to help. All right, guy. can confirm. She also sounds like someone who survived a shotgun. <laughs> I felt so. This is this is their like fr- this is Robert's friend. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So she's like here to like. She was the one who wrote into Doctor Phil. Well, it was my responsibility to go big or go home. One last chance to get this is her help former neighbor because I didn't want to get a call that he was another body found out laying behind a building somewhere. I'll tell you what I think is going on. All right. I think very much. I think you're in love with the idea of being in love. I think you. No, I want money. Live in- <laughs> <laughs> no, this is purely financial. <laughs> in this fantasy world of you know this is going to be great. And you're so tunnel visioned on what that would be like that you ignore all the warning signs along the way because you want that to happen so badly. Why don't you just use an app like Tinder or Match or OK? Uh, this is Julian says his former roommate is smart but has fallen for several. Sc- so, oh my God. So this guy used to live with Robert. <laughs> this man is a young, looks like maybe like uh, like Indian or maybe like half black, half yeah. Latino hmm. man uh, with the name like Julian. I think that's a fair assumption. Uh, but he's got like 
like specially designed braids. Like he's very well kept young man. Yeah, he so nice says suit. his former like his roommate suit. is smart, but has fallen for several scams. Hey, Cupid, there's a lot of like dating apps that are practical. They're like, hey, we'll meet up here in this physical place. Not, hey, I'm in Africa, by the way, send me a grand and then we'll link up. <laughs> Reality never lives up to fantasy. And if you're in love with a multi-millionaire in Ghana, then you can live in that fantasy world a long time. Mm-hmm. If there is a 25, 35-year-old multi-millionaire... That'd be gorgeous. funny, his roommate, you just see his roommate get in his car and then he kisses that <laughs> April <laughs> yeah, Jean girl. <laughs> he's all, we got, her, we got him good. <laughs> <laughs> they ride off yeah, into the It's sunset. a real fucking, un- the usual suspects ending. <laughs> he was Kaiser Soze. <laughs> girl out there she ain't looking for you and me oh dude that got stone face from robert he's clearly heartbroken right now yeah that's embarrassing she's looking for somebody her age somebody to share her life with that like, she has i'm something. gonna listen to neil young yeah dr phil's like dr phil like robert's like you have not been on sugardaddy.com like <laughs> common with she ain't looking for us you know something about generalities is that they are good they're even good most of the time, but you would know they're not good all the time, right? Why are you looking? I for bet the they're. Uh... Oh boy! Oh god, dude, this is uncomfortable. Yeah, it sounded like he was. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that's weird. What he just said is bizarre to say to Doctor Phil. Yeah. Um, yeah I bet they're good enough of the time to cover your situation. Ooh. Ooh. Dude, this is tense. I love this. Well, okay, perhaps, but that's... We're in an area of subject that itself could be whole shows. You realize that, of course. I mean, we're, we're getting into all kinds of things here, and there's no time for me to respond to it. It would, probably wouldn't go over well in sound bites. Um, it, it's good. See, he's smart. Like, this guy's smart. He's going, like, I'm not going to argue this shit with you, but he's doing it in a way that's like, because I would own your ass. Like, and that's where it's annoying. I wouldn't say smart. I'd just think like not as stupid. As I'm yeah, maybe it. it's maybe yeah, maybe it is relative to the usual Dr. Phil guest. You're right. Mm-hmm. Good things to talk about. It's good to raise them. Well, that's they're, very they're... condescending to say. But the point is, <laughs> well, I've never lost a million dollars, have I? Anyway. Yeah. And guess what I do every day? Trade, bitch. <laughs> and I never lost a million day trade. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you that you're, as your ex-wife points out, fishing in a pond that is a multi-billion-dollar scam pool. Oh, Ex-wife? Yeah, they're not together anymore. Oh, yeah, good for her. <laughs> you're you're going to continue to do one of two things. If you really don't want to get into a relationship. You just want to live in the fantasy or hope of what could be, then that's the price of the ticket. You understand what I'm telling you? Well, I understand that you have have my interest at heart, and that's good enough. Yeah, you're being used. Okay. He told me I would rather <laughs> die with my boots on, so to speak, go out in a blaze of glory, and... You know, it's like I'd rather be homeless every week and buy that lottery ticket and maybe one day I hit the numbers and if I don't, then I died trying. 
Yeah, thanks for thanks for saying that. Don't turn her mic off. <laughs> <laughs> Someone. I, did, I didn't ask her to speak. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his mentality towards it. No, I yeah, that's who true. Put her in the front of the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, can we get can we get her replaced by someone hot? <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tired of looking. It's depressing. Looking April Jean, come out here, be in the audience. <laughs> but I told him you're That's going true. to never well, find love, and you're always going to be homeless if you don't change something. Hmm. Yeah. Is he homeless? No, I don't think so. Or then, oh, you're going to be. Yeah. If you yeah. Can. Yeah. Is um, that the last clip? You know what? We cut the the last clip of the last episode off prematurely. Let's just finish that one, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah. You wanted praise. Um, no. Oh, he's getting booed for something. We gotta go back a little bit. Gonna do it, and I'm still facing that nine hundred. This ep- or this clip's called "Woman Confronts Ex-Husband Who Lost Million Dollar Nest Egg and Now Gives Money to Dollars Future." I don't have a home. I have an apartment. We used to have homes. Mm-hmm. I put things up on the wall, but they have to come back down again. I don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that bad to say that, like, I don't... You don't I, need your own home. Yeah, I don't feel bad that this lady's complaining, we used to have homes. Yeah. Now I have an apartment. It's like, well, you know what you should have been doing while he was making money on the stock market? <laughs> Figuring out a way to make your own fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what the stock market is? Fragile. Yeah. <laughs> That's what money in the stock market is. Is It's poof, gone like that. So yeah. maybe maybe stop fucking cr- like I get I'm sorry that this old lady feels pain and no one should be financially struggling at this age but yeah. there's a lot of people that are financially struggling their entire fucking lives yeah. and get to this age and still don't have money. So it, I don't really feel bad for this lady. And that's the way the rest of my life is going to be. Can I add something here? No. Just just lay it out. Just to lay it out. Dr. Phil said no. <laughs> what did he say? He said, "Can I add something here?" And Dr. Phil said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen again. Can I add something here? No. Just, just lay it out. Just to lay it out. No, no. You've talked the entire time, and it's her turn. And um, wow, you know that's the first time anyone's ever said that in their relationship. Like this guy's clearly just a fucking a railroading dickhead. Yeah, tall. Your point is whatever he spent, whether it's. 30,000, 50,000, 100,000 would make a huge difference in your life. It would. If that had gone to you. Look under your chair. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of being. And that's money he can't recover either. Instead of going off to a. Some scammer, if $50,000 was in your account, all of a sudden it would make a huge difference. It would make a huge difference in my future. If you're going to spend. Over a thousand dollars a month sending women money. Send some of it to this woman. Send some of it to that woman right there. He's just po- she's just pointing to a random lady. <laughs> He's all why? He's all send it to her. <laughs> you broke bitch. Look at your outfit. <laughs> she's like, what? What's wrong? You're wearing Tom's. It's 2020. Get a new look. <laughs> Get some mugs, <laughs> fuck snakes. <laughs> well, 
What you're saying is you just want the dignity of being warm, dry, and safe in the same place. No, what I'm saying is I want a million dollars. What about this is hard to understand. As your life goes on. Without having to work. That's what I want. I want my alimony, god damn it. Instead of bouncing around yeah. and wondering where you're going to be right. next month. Mm-hmm. And... I think that's very reasonable. You didn't have to come here today, but you did, and I, I hope you're better for it. Uh, uh, yes. I, I think so. I appreciate you All being right, thank here. thank you. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Did you him being rude to the staff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the video. Remember where Dr. Phil calls him a loudmouth bully? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you believe that you've been a victim of an internet scam, you can go to the FBI special website... What if he just gave them a scam website? <laughs> Dude, that's what we should set up is a scam FBI website. <laughs> I, you know what? We shouldn't say that on the podcast. I think that might get me into some trouble. IC3.gov. And if um, one of my viewers wanted to contact us and set up a GoFundMe page for this woman, I would not be upset about that. I mean, I could get How it. fucking disgusting <laughs> to be like, this woman used to have everything and then her dumb husband lost it. Like, I feel, I do feel like mildly bad for this lady. Yeah. But Dr. Phil has had so many more fucking people on the show that yeah, deserve totally a GoFundMe than this fucking lady. Yeah. Uh, I, would, uh, I would certainly contribute to it. Yeah, I mean, you feel bad for her that she had to fucking deal with this guy for years. But yeah. other than that... I like, mean, she didn't have to, though. <laughs> yeah, you know how it is, dude. Fucking divorce is a weird thing where people stay in it longer than they should because they think that there's some kind of future there. I don't know. I'm just saying that I could understand at least why you'd be sympathetic, but to fucking say, like, yeah. someone set her up a GoFundMe, it's like, dude, shut up. Come totally. On. It's kind of like, you know, fucking... I get... Like she said, I live in an apartment now. I used to have a house. Yeah, like, no, she said we used to have homes. Ho- wait, really? Mul- yeah, she said Multiple. homes, and now I live in an apartment. It's like, dude, I live with my fucking sister. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So totally. shut the fuck up, like, yeah. Doctor Phil. Why don't you? Why don't you wet our beak a little bit? Send the podcast some money. Yeah. Maybe we could. Me. You know, maybe me and Parker yeah. could spend it on some diamonds. Maybe we get ourselves a little bit of bling. <laughs> um, I don't know if you would want me bring. To, but we were talking about. Maybe a Patreon, yeah, or something. yeah. You know what? Why don't we throw that out there? Why don't yeah. we throw so uh, real quick? And you know, Parker and I were talking maybe of doing a, a couple bonus episodes, yeah, where we don't really get into Doctor Phil much. Maybe we, you know, do some right. updates or something like that. But it's mostly going to be like more of what it is at the beginning of the podcast. Parker and I talking about maybe it's funny stuff, maybe it's deeper stuff, but putting it behind a paywall and setting up a Patreon. If that's something you'd be you'd be interested in, let us know. Maybe we'll throw up a poll on the Instagram stories as well. Um but really, you know, we're we're trying to figure out a way to make a little bit of money so that we can start doing some more fun shit with the podcast. Yeah. So, if again, if that's something you're mildly interested in where you'd be willing to pay 5 bucks a month or whatever, um, or maybe we set up a fucking Venmo or something like that where yeah. people can just donate like we do PBS style mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, that'd be fucking cool. But um, like, yeah, let's let them know where we're going to be at, dude. What's going on with you? Uh, let's see. I um, actually got a couple things coming up. 
Okay. Um, but I'm never prepared for that. You are never prepared. Why don't you start with your social media? That's oh, yeah, what that's I would smart. Do. Smart, Drew. Um, <laughs> follow me at Parker the Newman uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, here it is. Um, I'm going to be at Sack Punchline March 1st Sunday. Oh, nice, dude. So, yeah, that'll be fun. I'm doing what show is that? 10 minute set. It's uh, Keith Lowell Jensen. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, thing. I think it's his class thing, but he's letting me do a guest set. Nice. So, yeah, that. I have a show with uh, Liz Grant, March 21st. That's somewhere in the part. Uh, more details coming on that soon. Uh, March 30th, I'll be with, uh, I think, at the Reno Improv with uh, Benton. Uh, I know it's somewhere in Reno. Mm-hmm. Benton Harshaw, mm-hmm. former guest of the podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. The people know him. He's a good egg. Um, <laughs> that. And um, after returning those fucking stupid shoes, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that was mentioned in your plugs, because, but okay. Because there's, there's a quad pay thing on my calendar. Do gotcha. you know what quad yeah, pay is? Yeah, yeah. it's like the, the payment plan thing. Yeah. Um, what about you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Drew Absher, on Instagram at Drew Absher is dumb. Instagram's really the place to follow me. That's where I have a lot more fun right now uh you can add me on facebook if you want drew oh, yeah, me too. um and then i will be next week next friday i will be here at the stab comedy theater uh, in sacramento california doing a travel storytelling show um that'll be fun and then uh the following friday march 6th we're doing camp here uh storytelling show as well basically i'm just going to become a i'm going to become the village storyteller um <laughs> And then the following Saturday, March 14th, you can come check out the boys here. We're doing a live Fill My Heart. Um, but if you're in Sunnyvale, California, I'll be at Rooster Tea Feathers oh, on yeah. the, the 4th of March. So uh, when this comes out. For the competition? Yeah, for the competition. So it's a competition. So come out. Be I loud as late. shit if you're there. Um, that'd be really cool. Um yeah, that's that's big. If I can if I can do something with that, that'd be pretty interesting. Dude, did I ever tell you uh, when I did the competition like two years ago? I think it was. There's this guy. He went up and uh, he's like pretty early on, like second or something. He went up and like for li- and was pacing the stage back and forth for his whole set, saying, "Ah, I didn't write anything. I don't know what to say." Like literally. <laughs> Like at the competition, like for five, like he could have gotten off early. He didn't. Like he yeah, kept, like, you never want to besmirch a club which competition you're about to enter. But there's not really a vetting process for this. Co- it seems right. like it's first come. For, like well, that's the point of it, though. Is it? It's so, like you're disqualified if you like are a road comic. You know. Yeah, but also you know you could have a, a like a fair like a like <laughs> hey everybody like because I'm that's what I'm worried about is I'm gonna have to follow that guy. Yeah, you know that's that is the shit that you worry about in that situation. <laughs> I, I know my material is good enough to to do okay in the competition. But the you, best part was the pacing, though. Like it wasn't like, like he's got stage presence. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> all, What's up, Rooster T Feathers? <laughs> oh, he went fuck. all Chris all right. Rock. What do I want to talk about? <laughs> shit, I should have wrote something down. This is just like me, <laughs> Jeff. You're never prepared," said my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> he's just—he's doing material, but it's it was it, just doing, just being confused on stage, but in the tone of material. You'll never forget. Yeah. L- you see this? 
this is my head. If yeah. it weren't attached to my body, I'd forget it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could blame traffic for being late, but it wasn't traffic. What it was is I got drunk last night. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's the end of the episode. Uh, come see us. Come see us. And uh, you know what? Keep sending us messages telling us you want us to come to your city, even though we have no chance of getting up there. <laughs> it, feels, it feels very nice. But if you donate to Patreon, maybe that'll maybe, happen maybe sooner. We can, maybe we can start booking them. And if you have any leads in your town on places we could do the podcast, let us know. Maybe we could make something happen. Yeah. Until next week, uh, have a good one. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Have a good one. I spend late nights trying to pick up love Off the floor where the other brothers leave it be Though it's stuck hard down, it's like chewing gum While going on the floor, I sing my R.I.P Cause the songbirds don't do singing on pavements no-